The Human Podcast features weekly service audio from the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation of Roswell, Georgia. Please visit us at human.org. Good morning and welcome to Sunday service here at Human, September 5th, 2021. We're delighted that you're here and we're delighted to have special guests. Our friends, members of the Emerson Unitarian Universalist Church are joining us and our furry, feathery, slimy and slithering animals and companions are here too as our special guests. My name is Jennifer Ratcliffe, and today I am your worship associate. Along with the Reverend Dave Dunn, Alex Peach, our music pianist and choir director, Ayana Kafi, and the entire streaming team, which is in the back, Bruce, Miguel, Dylan, Joaquin is hiding, Johnny, Jim, and extra thanks to our other worship associates and Tina Alexander, our COVID coordinator. We're delighted that you're here at Human, the Unitarian Universalist Metro Atlanta North Congregation in Roswell, Georgia. You are welcome here. We enjoy meeting new people and seeing returning friends. We are happy that you're joining us through your spiritual journey. Wherever you are from, wherever you are going to, wherever the path leads you, and whoever you love, you are always, always welcome here. And now, Ayana, for a couple of announcements. I'm Ayana Kafi. I'm Human's Membership Coordinator and DRE. If you're new today, we'd love to have the opportunity to personally welcome you. Take a moment to visit our website at human.org. There on our homepage, you'll find our online visitor form. After filling it out, one of the members of our amazing membership committee will contact you. For more ways to connect, join us at Coffee and Conversation or adult religious exploration right after service. You can also reach us at membership at human.org. We'd love to answer any questions that you have about human, as well as connect you with community members with shared interests. You know, as a religious educator, I find myself answering the same question a lot. In times such as these, what's the point of RE? This simple answer is so that children and youth at Human get an opportunity to experience specialized programming. My programs are not for all. They are for whoever shows up. I build communities, and I would suggest that the world could use a few more spaces that are explicitly child and youth-centered. But that's what I've done for years. In a time of flooding, 
fire, melting, sinking, eroding, constant conflict, and ill-stricken humans. What's the point of RE? Simple practice. In worship, we learn to imagine the world we dream of. RE, its faithful companion, is where we practice being in that world. How do we show up? How do we speak to each other? How do we navigate disagreement? RE, in essence, is an experiment in world building and co-creation. It's the opportunity to, for just a moment, live in the world that we have not yet created. In collaboration with human members, I'm putting together a program that's responsive to the children and youth involved. Next Sunday, we will begin starting the year virtually. The aim is to move to in-person programming just as soon as it's safe. If this sounds like an intriguing opportunity for a child or youth in your care, you can find the RE registration form on our homepage at human.org. Good morning. And good morning to all those who are joining us again from Emerson Congregation and all our furried, feathered, and what did you say, slithering friends? Yes, good morning to you all. Today's call to worship words are by Alicia Carpenter. It's from our, in our hymnal. We celebrate this web of life, its magnitude we sing, for we can see divinity in every living thing. A fragment of the perfect whole in cactus and in quail, as much in tiny barnacle as in the great blue whale. Of ancient dreams we are the sum our bones link stone to star and bind our future worlds to come with worlds that were and are. Again, good morning. And now let us light our chalice together. These words from Maureen Kiloran, blessed are all living things. For the blessing of animal companions, we give thanks. For the beautiful ones, those whose fur is silky and whose tails are long, whose feathers are brilliant or whose voices are splendid, we give thanks. For the frantic ones, the runts and the hungry who run for a food bowl or a pat as though this is life's last possible gift, we give thanks. For the obnoxious ones, the heads that butt against us as we're trying to sleep, the bodies that refuse to learn discretion as they make digestive gifts, we give thanks. For those who bark and purr and growl and meow, for all who squeak and squawk or snarl or hiss, we give thanks. For the animals unknown to us, those whose niche in life's web is fragile, whose lives are insecure. For all who care for them and wish them well, we give thanks. Blessed are the animals. Blessed are the creatures who live with us 
and need our care. Blessed are the animals and reptiles and the birds who teach us we are not alone. Blessed are all living things from whom we learn to love. In the middle of New York City, there's a huge park called Central Park. There are endless things to do and spaces to visit, including its very own zoo. Every day, families of all kinds go to visit the animals that live there. Children and adult families aren't the only families at the zoo. The zoo residents, the animals that live there, make their own families. There are beautiful red panda bear families. There are noisy monkey families, toad families, and toucan families too. And in the penguin house, there are penguin families. It's known that every year at the very same time, a female and a male penguin starts noticing each other. When they find someone that they really like, they become a couple. But the zookeeper noticed that, just like with humans, that's not the whole story. Not all male penguins like female penguins. And this was true of Roy and Silo. They did everything together. They bowed to each other, they walked together, they sang to each other, and they swam together. Wherever Roy went, Silo went too. Roy and Silo would wind their necks around each other and their keeper thought they must be in love. Roy and Silo built a nest of stones together like all the other young couples. They slept together at night and one day they noticed that all of the other couples had an egg. One of the penguins had laid it and they took turns keeping it warm and safe. Eventually the egg would hatch and they would have a baby penguin to take care of. Roy and Silo's nest was nice, but they wanted an egg to put in it. One day, Roy found a rock that was shaped just like an egg and he rolled it home. He put it in his nest and he and Silo took turns sitting on it. When Silo got sleepy, he slept. When he got tired of sitting and sleeping, Roy would take over sitting on the rock. They sat and sat and sat, but nothing happened. Their keeper found an egg that needed to be looked after, and after noticing Roy and Silo, he had an idea. He would help them expand their family. When he brought the egg to their nest, Roy and Silo knew exactly what to do. They moved the egg to the center of the nest. They sat, and every day they turned the egg so it would stay warm. One day, they heard something from inside their egg. Peep, peep. They answered with a squawk, squawk. Then, a tiny hole appeared in the egg, followed by a big crack. Following that, a baby penguin burst into the world. She had fuzzy white feathers and a black beak. Their keeper said, we'll call her Tango, because it takes two to make a tango. Roy and Silo taught her how to sing for food, and they fed her from their beaks. When she got big enough, they taught her how to swim. At night, when all of the other children of New York were put to bed, 
Roy and Silo snuggled Tango in their nests, and together they all went to sleep. Something special that binds us creatures of the earth is our ability to create family. We know that family isn't just who you share genetics with, but like Roy and Silo teach us, those who love and care for us, feed us and keep us warm and safe. Sometimes we even choose to share our homes with animals who aren't even the same species as us. We find common ground in love and let that be the guiding principle of our lives together. Now is the time in the service where the love that binds us is spoken aloud. If you have a joy or a, or a sorrow that you would like to share with the congregation, you can enter it now in the chat section of this streaming service. I'm going to throw in a pebble in the water for all the people that have been affected and are homeless or are lacking resources because of Hurricane Ida. Another pebble for Linda and Ralph Moore, who welcomed their first grandchild, Vida, three weeks ago. And I'm going to drop this last pebble for all those joys and sorrows that are too tender to be spoken aloud. May we keep each other in our thoughts during the coming week. This poem by Emily Dickinson. Hope is the thing of feathers that perches in the soul and sings the tune without the words and never stops at all. And sweetest in the gale is heard and sore must be the storm that could abash the little bird that kept so many warm. I've heard it in the chillest land and on the strangest sea, yet never in extremity it asked a crumb of me. In an effort to fulfill the mission and the vision of this congregation, we accept the talents and the time of our members throughout the week. And especially on Sundays, we accept the gifts that our members and our friends bring forth and share in many ways. This morning's offering will now be received using the Givelify app. Thank you. Thank you. Before we have our blessing of the animals, we need to remember those pets who we've lost in the last year and who, those who are no longer with us. We held them in their final moments, 
a weight on our arms, and then a weight on the world. From the stars we have come, from the soil do we spring, to the earth do we return. Ever and always are the ways of life, love, death, and eternity. Let us not forget or forsake the riches given to us in lives and in loves. Let us rejoice in kinships of the spirit which have blessed us blessed us so many times and over so many years. Let us remember them in a moment of shared silence. Amen. And now we will begin with our blessing of the animals service, our first virtual live one, whatever we're calling this. <laughs> so now let us let us begin. sent in from others. We have um, Steve Allerton's, Olympias and Percy. We have the Bender's dog, new dog, Eric Bender. We have the Nickens and Romines, Olivia and Veronica. And we have the Patanians, they might get the award for the most interesting names. Popcorn, Hot Sauce, and Skittles. I'm sure they were named by the children of the family. And may all your, may all your furried and feathered friends be blessed this day.
We extinguish this chalice, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we meet again. Let us celebrate this web of life. Its magnitude we sing. May we truly see divinity in every living thing. Go in peace, enjoy your week, and again to the Emerson congregation, thank you for joining us. It's been our pleasure. And thank you for our tech, outstanding tech team who keeps it all going. <laughs>